Stand by. Hello and welcome to the Lackadaisical Libricubicularist. And now your host, Jordan Maywood. Hello! Welcome to the Librocube. I am, as always, Jordan Maywood, the Lackadaisical Librocubicularist. Today is a day of the week, an unspecified day of the week. However, within the liberal cube, we are going to treat it as if it is our one of our favorite days of the week, Fra Internet Day, in which, you guessed it, we talk about shit from the Fra Internets. More accurately, perhaps, I talk about shit, and you listen. Uh, hopefully, if you're not listening to this, well, why aren't you? And why am I asking you questions if you're not listening to this? That doesn't make sense. Today's sponsor is a first, in that I asked the missus if she had a sponsor for an episode, and after much humming and hawing, she, uh, she, uh, came up with one. It is <laughs> Betty White's Wild Weevil Wonderland. Once again, today's sponsor is Betty White's Wild Weevil Wonderland. Call now for a season pass, the missus says. Uh, <laughs> giggle. Okay, let's jump right in, because I got, this morning, two stops to make. One for gas, and one for fuel. <laughs> By that I mean a coffee. <laughs> oh, we're full of jokes today. Full of them. Full of beans. Not literal beans, um, but beans isn't jokes. Item the first from the Fra Internets uh, is a new item that I have just sort of added to the uh, Friday watching of things from the internet repertoire. A thing by the name of Thing X. Huh, that makes sense then. That I called it a thing. Uh, thing X is, from what I can gather, uh, there was t- only two there that I watched, two most recent ones, I guess, uh, where people will come into this website slash video channel comedy thing, uh, and questions will be asked, and they will answer them, hopefully, humorously. Uh, the two that I watched were one with Miss Julie Klausner, Klausner, who is a author and a fellow podcaster. These uh, videos are only, you know, a couple of minutes long. I think four minutes, somewhere somewhere in that range. She spoke with every, spoke of things from, the questions have the feel as if they were sort of tweeted in by strange people, not just made up by the people creating the videos. That's kind of the vibe I got. Uh, Whether it's true or not, I don't know. She talked of everything from the 1400s, 
whatever was going on back back then. Lots of interesting 1400s stuff. Uh, to pop culture. I like the pop culture stuff because I'm a bit of a pop culture junkie. Also a heroin junkie. Huh. So that one, uh, obviously I don't remember too, too much from it. However, the next one was uh, with Mr. Ron Jeremy, who, uh, if you've listened to many of these podcasts, you will know that uh, I think I brought, pretty sure, in one of the first ones, uh, I brought back his autobiography that I read. He is a, he's a pretty uh, interesting character, and definitely probably underlying, underlying the word character when it comes to him. He's, uh, he's funny. And, uh, funny, interesting, one of those, uh, kind of dudes that I think it would be, you'd have a good time just hanging, hanging out with him a little bit. Not, not, and, and I don't even mean because of the, the porn stuff. I just mean, like, he's kind of an interesting dude who's led a interesting life. He, uh, talked about things such as penis size, as you do, I guess, if you're a porn star and people asking you questions about penis size. Uh, he played the harmonica a little bit, because he plays the harmonica. He went into uh, his favorite sexual position, which is a missionary for all you ladies. And something that he uh, got very heated about, which I thought was kind of weird, was women's sandals. Huh. He hates it. Oh, cannot stress how much he hates it. If you are a woman who's wearing sandals that are too small for your feet. So, if your toes are going over the the tip of your sandals, he is just not impressed whatsoever. Uh, so, yeah, let's uh, leave it at that while I run in to get some gas and editing, editing, editing it out. That section. How about that? Uh, let's just throw in, in the remaining seconds, that it is minus 15 today, so much, much warmer than yesterday's minus 24. Editing. 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 On the road again! <laughs> road again. Trying to make that song less enthusiastic every single time I do it, and it's getting kind of hard, to be honest with you. To be honest with you, less enthusiastic is getting difficult. Alright, uh, between the gas station and where I stopped to get my coffee, a little, uh, just a little, uh, chain by the name of Tim Hortons. You may have heard of it. There's not a lot of time, so let's throw in something short and sweet. Okay, uh, the season finale of a YouTube program on the Nerdist Network called Neil's Puppet Dreams, starring none other than Mr. Neil Patrick Harris. I think it's uh, interesting that with a show on YouTube, which is basically what this is, a web series, you could call it, which uh, we've kind of decided along the way to call any series of videos, kind of no matter what it is, a web series. We've decided that within the Liberal Cube, in case you missed that decision. In case you did not get your vote, I apologize. Uh, this web series is about 
Neil Patrick Harris himself plays himself. However, um, something that I think probably is unrealistic is that he has a form of narcolepsy in which he will randomly fall asleep at any given moment and then dream um, in puppet. Uh, you know what? He, he says that uh, kind of at the beginning of every episode that he dreams in puppet. However, within the dreams, he is not actually a puppet. So, um, yeah, what, what's going on there, Neil? Why aren't you a puppet when you dream puppets? I think, probably, uh, Freud would have something to say about that. Hmm. Hmm. Or perhaps he wouldn't. Perhaps Freud does not know what a puppet is. Or a Muppet. Or a Puppet Muppet. In this episode, he was abducted by puppet aliens. Uh, the puppet aliens... Uh, were upset over this, uh, I guess what you would say, accidental abduction, because they are only supposed to abduct non-influential people. <laughs> yeah. If you know anything about Neil Patrick Harris, you will know he likes a little, uh, little risque comedy a little bit, and uh, there was definite many, many, many probe-related jokes, and uh, it was pretty funny. I don't uh, I don't mind that web series. It's pretty good. Not my favorite out of everything that's out there on the interwebs, but I do watch it, so I must not hate it. Okay, so that uh, that worked out good. I'm uh, about to pull in to get myself a coffee, because I'm just high, boss. Dog's high. Really, super, super dog's high. Uh, however... With the miracle, magical, mystical editing abilities that I have at my position, in my possession, you do not know what I'm doing. I say I'm stopping to get a coffee. Perhaps I'm, uh, in fact, stopping to murder, um, murder uh, a troll under this bridge. A bridge troll. I'm going to murder a bridge troll. Yep, you don't know. It's possible. Editing. 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 On the road again. On the road again. There, was that, was that less enthusiastic? It's kind of getting hard for me to tell. Once again, at that Tim Hortons, served by the lovely lady Jordan, who, uh, if you did not realize, shares the same name as I shared with with me. Yes. I think if I was a non-happily, ecstatically married man, I'd probably try to hit that. <laughs> Just for the fact that A, she's pretty hot, and B, uh, she has the same name, so that would be weird. Could call out my own name in bed. Oh, Jordan. Sexy. Alright, so let's put that weirdness behind us. And uh, jump into uh, another new item that uh, I have never watched. Never watched because, well, it's new. Long comedic pauses. I love them. Uh, it is called Real World White Run. You may be, probably. I imagine most people are familiar with the uh, television program The Real World, in which uh, a bunch of folk are thrust together in a house 
and they live together. And um, it's filmed. <laughs> uh, I really, uh, I think maybe, maybe the first or second uh, season of it, I may have watched parts of it, uh, very vaguely remember it. Um, I think they're in like season 20 or something ridiculous like that. Uh, it's kind of horrible TV, horrible reality television, sort of the definition of horrible reality television is this show, and it's been around for a hell of a long time, and there's, like, editions all over the world, so, whatever, uh, including this edition, which takes place in Whiterun. <laughs> now, uh, if you are unfamiliar with the city of Whiterun, I should tell you that it's, um, is a city within the video game Skyrim. Okay? This is Machinima, people. Machinima. Machinima is... Um, I've been a big fan of for many years. It's where people take video games and video from video games and then turn it into, like, movies or little skits, what have you, web series the sort of prime example, for me anyways, and my favorite, is one called Freeman's Mind, which uh, I haven't brought back. I don't know if I've ever brought it back to the Liberal Cube, because they haven't goddamn well made an episode in, like, three months, so it's been ridiculous. I've been waiting for episode 45, and a little upset that they're not making it, because they are goddamn hilarious. In that case... It is from the video game Half-Life, the first one. So someone basically is playing that game, and then if you have played that game, the main character, Gordon Freeman, never speaks. As with a lot of video games, the main character is silent, quite often is the case. Um, however, this guy does sort of a dubs over as if it is what Gordon Freeman is thinking as all this shit is going down in this video game. It's freaking hilarious. I love it. I wish they came out every week, but no. Anyways, uh, this is another example. Example. This is a, another example of machinima, in which um, they're taking sort of scenes shot from Skyrim and turning it into an episode of Real World. Uh, this is the first. It is on, I should say, I guess, on the Nerdist Network. We we could not do a Fra Internet Day podcast without mentioning at least once Chris Hardwick. There you go. I've said it. And most likely the Nerdist Network. So thank you for that. Thank you for this entertainment. Uh, it is. There's seven people living in this mansion in Whiterun. They are. I, I wrote down their names and stuff first one is named Rasha. She is a lizard person and a musician. Hmm. There are different uh, races within Skyrim. One of them is lizardy looking people. Oh, is this guy going to run me off the road? Nope. The next is Sani. She is a cat person. I don't mean that she likes to have cats around. I mean, she is literally uh, like half cat, half human. She is a artist, model, and very vain. So it's as if they took 
the sort of douche nozzles from the actual show Real World, and then mix them with fantasy-type people from the video game Skyrim. The next is Dunnard. He is a human, and he is a douche, uh, and a warrior. Next is Jessica. <laughs> She's also human. She is a blacksmith apprentice and a lesbian. Hmm. The next is Voldar. He is a human. He is about uh, 20 years old. He's a student, and he's emo. Emo, yes. A emo student. <laughs> the last is my favorite one. It's the Nooch. Here comes the Nooch. He is a orc and a party animal. He is um, overly excited about absolutely everything. The Nooch. Here comes the Nooch. Yeah, you're cooking some breakfast. Yoo-hoo-hoo! For example, might be something the Nooch would say. The last, uh, they didn't actually get into. They're saving it for the next episode. Uh, so I don't know his name. He's an old man. Looks to me to be a wizard of some sort. So looking forward to knowing why an old wizard guy. There was, uh, I just wanted to point out too, that they did a commercial, like a fake commercial, to, uh, to cut it up. And the commercial, the guy in the commercial was voiced by Chris Hardwick, so I like that. Commercial was for a guy who sewed bowls. Various different exciting, he was very excited about his bowls, but bowls nonetheless. Okay, so, do I got time for one more? No. I do not. So, uh, we'll end her, we'll end her there. Why don't we? I can't think of a reason. Uh, I will be back this afternoon with a lot more. Uh, probably, if I had to guess, too much more <laughs> for this afternoon. In fact, this, uh, I had so much that I actually even threw some into next Fra Internet Day. So hopefully that works out that I remember, um, what I watched. Wait and see next Friday, if that is the case. Trying to rhyme there, don't know why. I'm going to go in and do eight hours of work, so help me God. And uh, we'll meet you back here. Love you, dearie. I'm a fool to do your dirty working, working, working. And we're back. We are back. We are back. We are back. All right, folks, that was technically eight hours of work, although it felt like, uh, I'm going to go 12 and a half. Very busy, not fun day. Those happen. Those happen sometimes. I, uh, on my drive home, just had a cigarette, if that is any indication of that day. Let's jump back in to... Fry Internet Day. That's why you're here. You're not here to hear me complain. No, no siree, Bob. Okay, so next we have a big think. Two, in fact. First one is, do athletes have psychopathic tendencies? Now, this is one of those questions that it's like, why would they ask if the answer was no? So, <laughs> the answer is yes. They do. 
that sort of drive to compete. Um, what else did they say? Various other things. <laughs> I don't remember. I'm all, I'm all a daze. So, let's just say, yes, if you are an athlete, you are a psychopath. Alright? The next big think was with our favorite, one of my favorite big thinkers, Mr. Penn Gillette, who um, talked about his bullshit detector. He actually had a show on called Bullshit with Penn and Teller, where they... Uh, actually, I have not been fortunate enough to see an episode of that. I don't think it's on the air anymore, but I, I think they did, like, ten seasons of it. Uh, I always have my eye out for that show. If it's ever uh, an Amazon deal of the day, I will. You have my word. Snatch it up. And uh, we'll bring it back here and talk about them. His uh, sort of underlying bullshit detector tip, I guess you could say, is that if there is something you uh, want to believe in, that is when you should question it the most. So uh, I like that. I like that tip. Along those lines, if you know anything about Penn Gillette, you will know he is a sort of hardcore atheist, uh, really behind the atheist movement, you could say. And he sort of admits, uh, might be the word word for it, that uh, he wishes that he could believe in God. So because of his desire for a belief in uh, God and theisms, uh, he questions it more and obviously has come to the quite rational conclusion that it is bullshit. So, there you go. Okay, so let's leave those big thinks behind for some TED Talks. We love, on our Fra Internet Day podcast, some TED Talks. Do we not? We do. The first was a guy who was saying, uh, well, the name of his TED Talk was, All It Takes Is Ten Minutes. What he is referring to is that uh, all it takes in your day is... 10 minutes of just sitting there doing absolutely nothing to sort of get your life, get your brain, get things in order. Which, uh, I like this thought as well. Just sort of, um, I think maybe a way to look at it is to unplug from the world. No, no sitting in front of a screen, no emails, no twitterings, no reading a book. Just sitting there contemplating whatevers. Uh, it's something I like to do when I do, say, a short version of the podcast. Uh, driving. Driving and this sort of just sitting, thinking, uh, let your mind wander. Not too much if you're driving, I guess. But uh, it's, a, it's a theory, it's a thought that I can get behind. And I recommend it, so I like this one. The next one was a girl who talked about how it is important for fathers and daughters to spend time together, uh, even when they, the fathers are in prison. And she uh, told a story about how she arranged for fathers and daughters to kind of have a, uh, I think it was like a father-daughter dance, but uh, took place in prison. One thing that kind of bugged me about this TED Talk 
um, is that this girl kept saying, let me ax you something. Have you ever axed yourself? <laughs> That's funny when you put it that way. Have you ever axed yourself? No, I have all my limbs. Um, I think if you're going to do a TED Talk, perhaps you should use the word ask instead of ax. It just makes you seem not very smart. That is one man's opinion, and uh, hey, what are you going to do? The next TED Talk was uh, about biohacking. So this is kind of cool because it sort of seemed to be a kind of a peek into the future um, with what's going on in the present. Biohacking, bioengineering is something that probably if you had to go... Man, I bet if you went five years ago, uh, was it even talked about then? It may have been. I'm just not in the circles that it was talked about. However, it's something that is much more prevalent today than it was even five years ago. They gave some um, examples of biohacking and bioengineering that are sort of anyone can do or people with some uh, biology knowledge can do. So uh, I recommend going over and checking that out. Why don't you? I can't think of a reason why not to. Uh, the next one was a model, a very, very hot, hot model. But probably wouldn't uh, appreciate me saying that because it was all about um, how looks aren't everything, which coming from a model was a little strange. However, she uh, very poignantly and um, intelligently defended her her reasoning behind sort of being a model and doing a TED Talk on why looks aren't everything. It was kind of uh, what I liked about it. It was you should never judge a book by its cover. And uh, again, I like that. That's what I do. You see, I see shit that I like and I bring it back. I guess every once in a while I might bring back something and say, what the fuck was this person thinking? However, that is not usually the case. She pointed out, and I don't know if I should take this with a grain of salt, but uh, it had some validity, um, I think, when she was saying it. I, I felt like it did. That models are probably the most... Models have some of the worst body images of anyone out there, which uh, I can maybe buy that. Uh, she kind of phrased it around how they're very short careers, like uh, she pointed out from, you know, 14 years old to maybe 17, 18 is your modeling career, and you're constantly judged on your looks. So if that's the case, you, uh, I guess, even obviously are going to be uh, super body conscious, and uh, yeah, there you go. Next was how movies teach manhood. Uh, and I don't really remember this one. Hmm. It's my brain, I tell you. My brain, after working that hard, uh, does not work hard. Duh. I would even go as far to say. <laughs> uh, this next one was cool. We'll move away from TED Talks into... Uh, something that Mr. Conan O'Brien is doing now called Serious Jibber Jabbers, in which he will take 
I guess, someone who is a guest on his show, and then take them aside and do what I like to think of as a podcast, because it is just them sitting in a room or in a, around a table talking about whatever comes to mind. And it's not, despite being Conan O'Brien, all jokes nonstop. It's they get down to some, well, serious jibber, jabber, hence the goddamn name. This one, uh, I think I teased, perhaps, in last Internet Day, was with Mr. Jack White of the White Stripes. Uh, I predicted that an interview of an hour and a half with him would be interesting, and my prediction was correct. Yay. Validation. They started off talking about how, apparently... Jack White is good or likes to uh, upholster things, chairs and couches and what have yous, which is interesting. When you think of someone who plays music professionally, would you picture them wanting to, or uh, apparently, from the sounds of it, being good at upholstering furniture? You do not, unless you are a weirdo. If you are a weirdo, um, hello, how are you? Weird? Hmm. Uh, he liked the sort of, uh, as he described it, the simplicity of it, and how it, uh, you know what, which I could see, um, how it let his mind wander to other things. I, for a period of, I don't think even a year, worked in a kind of factory setting. Uh, it was a welding shop where you're sort of doing repetitive things over and over and over again. And although some people some people would find that incredibly boring, it gives you a chance to kind of, I think, explore the insides of your head. And um, I remember during that time I came up with a idea for a fantasy trilogy, just kind of in my mind, and got the first handful of pages written down during that time of my life. Unfortunately, I uh, have never been able to follow through with it, which uh, saddens me. It's one of those things that I think if I ever did not have to work and, say, won the lottery, something I would pursue much more than I do now. For, like, Think of it. Think of it uh, from this point of view. How uh, just did eight hours of work, and my brain is not working. So I would need periods of not having to do eight hours of work in order to pursue that. So you never know. Maybe one day I will win the lottery and become a famous author. Yes, that will happen. Uh, what else did he talk about? Um, both him and Conan. Uh, agreed on how being prepared in their respective businesses is key to success and did not like it how people would sort of assume that they have had lucky breaks, which uh, I believe that their positions now in life have very little to do with luck, more just their sort of crazy, dogged preparedness and work ethic. So, Again, I liked it, so I wrote it down, so I mention it now.
both uh, were not a fan of the <laughs> movie Lincoln. I uh, don't know why I wrote that. And the last thing I wrote was that Jack White has a studio in which he can record music directly onto vinyl. The only, uh, I think he said, the only one in existence where this can happen. So uh, I like that thought as well. Wrote it down. Okay, getting close to home and one big, big item left. It is a clash of titans, although not clashing. Um, a get-together of titans to do comedy podcast. Uh, yeah, titans. It was Mr. Jimmy Kimmel coming on Adam Carolla's podcast. Yee-haw. This was awesome. Yeah, it's not the first time. However, whenever it happens... Uh, I make a specific point to uh, really pay attention to it, because they are so cool. What should I say about it? Just one thing is that, to me, it's kind of amazing that these two super, super funny, talented dudes are, in real life, really good pals. Uh, I like to think about that, how they just hang out. A couple of regular dudes doing regular dude stuff. However have jobs that are, well, irregular. Uh, they got into, I've heard this story probably half a dozen times now, but I like it, how they met. So let's see if I can fit that in before I get home. Jimmy was working in a radio station, K-Rock, I believe is the name, in Los Angeles there, and he said something on air that another person did not like. So, uh, as happens in radio, a boxing match grew up around that. Well, yeah, apparently. Adam Carolla was, at the time, on top of being a uh, working in construction, was a boxing trainer. If you've seen his movie called The Hammer, uh, it's kind of a boxing movie. I guess if you want to boil it down very far, comedy boxing movie. Highly recommend that, 5 out of 5. So he uh, called in the radio station to train one of these guys. He actually had his eye to train the other guy. Whoever, as he describes it, he got stuck with Jimmy Kimmel. Probably the greatest example of being stuck uh, and it turning out well in the history of the universe. So uh, he called in, no answer. He stopped by the radio station like at 5 o'clock in the morning or whatever, some god-awfully hour, and was given Jimmy in order to... met Jimmy in order to help him out with this boxing. I'm at home, so that is the sort of very boiled-down version of that story. However, if you'd like to hear the full version, why not just goddamn well listen to that whole podcast? Because it is a little slice of heaven. Folks, it is nice to be done work, and... It is nice to be nice to the nice. Thank you for listening. This has been another edition of the Lackadaisical Libra Cubicle Wrist. We here in the Liberal Cube would love to hear from you. If for any reason you would like to contact us, you can do so via the email address mailwood.jordan at gmail.com. And now I have a theory. 
I've got a theory that it's a demon, a dancing demon. No, something isn't right there. I've got a theory. The best is yet to come, and babe, won't it be fine? You think you've seen the sun, but you ain't seen it shine. Wait till the warm-up's underway. Wait till our lips have met. Wait till you see that sunshine day. You ain't seen nothing yet. The best is yet to come, and babe, won't it be fine? The best is yet to come, come the day you're mine. Live long and prosper.